everybody, this is Ty from the band Sink In. You don't care about us, though. You care about Stay Tuned with Troy and Howie. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Stay Tuned with Troy and Howie. Please like us on Facebook, where you can click the anchor link to leave us a voicemail. You can follow us on Twitter at StayTunedTNH. You can even email the show at StayTunedTNH at gmail.com. You can find our merchandise at tchip.com and by searching Stay Tuned. A big thank you to Jesus Perez for helping to set that up for us. And if you need any artistic help, you can look him up on Facebook at Ace in the Hole Signs and Graphics or Dirty Baby Original. And his website is aceintheholesigns.com. We are available on all major podcast platforms, including Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. So please make sure to share, subscribe, rate, and review. We appreciate your support. Now, let's get into the show. All right, well, welcome to, I guess we can say this is Super Bowl week of uh, yeah. Stay Tuned with uh, Troy and Howie. It's not our Super Bowl pick show, but it's definitely the week of the Super Bowl. Yep, yeah, this is when um, typically all the media would start being crazy down at Super Bowl week, but <laughs> obviously that won't be happening this year. No, no, I always wondered, though, like what are they going to do in regards to like Media Row and such? Yeah, I think they'll probably do, I would imagine, Zooms and stuff. That would be my guess. Yeah. And I also wonder, too, that are they going to quarantine these players to make sure that they are not exposed to the outside world? But did you hear that they're only allowed to be there like two days before the Super Bowl? No, I did not. Yeah, okay. yeah they're only allowed to fly in like two days before. Yep. Man, I'll tell you what, if I was if I was like a team owner or a team manager, I'd be like, you know what, guys? We are going to stay in a designated area, hotel, wherever it may be. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, maybe like right outside the training facility, and that is where you're going to stay. You're not going out. You're not hanging out, and uh, we don't need to test positive and such. Could you even imagine if not even if somebody tested positive per se, like a star, but if they were in close contact with somebody that tested positive, they would have to sit out that game. Could you imagine? Oh, no. <laughs> I'm wondering, too, like, if they're going to kind of bend the rules a little bit and be like, you know what, guys, this is the last game. We have nothing to lose. Everybody's yeah. playing. Yeah, just go out there and affect everybody. <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The day of the Super Bowl, whoever wins, you know, and the day after, everybody is uh, COVID positive. Positive. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't surprise me. Would not surprise uh. me. But you know what? Speaking of COVID, uh, the numbers seem to be starting to level off. You know, it's kind okay. of... It's kind of nice to see, you know, my my job, which is kind of be, I, I've been doing a lot of support for some of the hospitals and such, and um, the numbers are going down, you know. Uh, in fact, Friday, I was in the ICU of the one hospital that I was working at, and we only had one COVID patient in that ICU. Oh, wow. Which is nice, because normally we're looking at 10 to 15. Sheesh. You know, so, yeah, it's so... Uh, have we, um, I see the light at the end of the tunnel, Troy. Have you heard any update on like um, mortality rates and stuff? Has that has that declined at all? It has declined. I don't know the exact numbers though, but uh, it is declining. So I don't know. Um, I think a lot of it has to do with. 
people are starting to see that, oh, this is kind of serious. Maybe we should start taking more precautions. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, I think, just like any virus that's out there, it does eventually weaken. Right. You know, so I think we're seeing that. And, um, yeah. And then, obviously, with the uh, vaccines that people are starting to get, I think yep. that's uh, playing a role as well. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be nice to have uh, things open up again, you know, the way that they're supposed to be opened, you know? Yeah. Oh, my gosh, yeah. I know. We were just um, talking before the uh, the show started about going out to eat, you know? It's like mm-hmm. even little things like that. In fact, I, I wanted to my, – my goal was to go out to eat and then maybe do a little bowling, just something because nothing's open. And, mm-hmm. uh, and the bowling alley was open, but it was so jam-packed. It's like, ah, uh, this is a little too packed. For my thing, yeah, it was like elbow to elbow packed. And I'm surprised I had that many people in there. I know, I was shocked too, and uh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> so, so we turned around, and was like, yeah, it's not worth it. So, but yeah, so we got a we had a pretty nice uh, interview this week. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did, and uh, you guys um, hear that former, yeah, former NFL player Mar- Marcus Sullivan and. Um, He's uh, got a new venture after football, and it's you know we'll hear more about that in his interview. But uh, yeah. really appreciate th- him taking his time to to sit down with us for a little bit. Most definitely, I thought it was really cool to hear why he got into that. You know, yeah. because yeah, it was just neat to see. It's like oh, um, because I didn't know that about the NFL in regards yeah, exactly. to yep. in regards to their health coverage, and you know he'll explain that. But uh, yeah, it's just, uh, yeah, that was something I did not know in regards to how they handle medical coverage in the NFL. Yeah. So we definitely, well, you know, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll get that interview lined up for you guys and, uh, you guys can hear from Marcus Sullivan and, you know, he tells, you know, we start off the conversation a little bit talking about his football career, but then, you know, delve into his new ventures in life. Yep. Um, but also, um, Howie, if you have it queued up there, I do. A pretty important birthday in history today. Heck yeah, and it's perfect. It's the day before. Um, it's it's the day before uh, February, so this is actually yeah. perfect. And uh, we'll play it right now. So, got what temper you have to have under control at times. So, weren't things yelled at you? And oh, there were a number of things. But um, I work for a great guy. I don't think anybody um, could have done the job had it not been for Mister Ricky. He was constantly advising and guiding, and I had so much confidence in him. I would have jumped off the bridge if he told me to do it. That's uh, that's how much I believed in him. And he was uh, a man that was sincere and dedicated and willing to lend that helping hand that's so needed today in terms of the problems that we face in everyday life. Brand Not Ricky. enough people are willing to do as Mr. Ricky did. What, did. what advice did he give you, though, about when you get out there and somebody's going to yell? Well, what was yelled at you? What kind of thing? <laughs> Well, that was uh, Dick Cavett on the Dick Cavett Show interviewing the late, great Jackie Robinson. Yes, sir. Um, you know, and, and what you said before the, the beginning there, how ironic, coincidental is it, you know, that his birthday is the, the day right before Black History Month starts. I know, I know. So. And... Uh, yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, um, you know, I know I know we get on these tangents about, you know, where people talk about how rough they have it today. Mm. 
But people need to think about stepping back in time, you know, especially even during the Jackie Robinson uh, era. And and that that man is a true definition of having it tough in his day. I mean, seriously, I mean, uh, I mean, there's talks about him uh, about not even being liked by his own teammates. A lot of the teammates. Uh, obviously he played other teams that did not like him and threw at him and, uh, you know, probably having to deal with the fans that didn't like him. I mean, you know, and not only that, but there were times where he wasn't even allowed in certain hotels, Yeah, you know, because of his color. So yeah, it's tough. It's tough. Yeah, it sure is. Um, you know, he played his, his whole major league career for the Brooklyn Dodgers from 47 to 56. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, was inducted into the Hall of Fame in 62. Um, yeah, I mean, you talk about somebody that probably did not have it easy coming into this league. I mean, that's that's incredible. Um, yeah. His number 42 has been retired. Um, and, in fact, I think, if I'm not mistaken, don't they have a day? Is it April 15th, the day he um, debuted? Don't, don't all the players wear the 42 jersey? Yeah, I believe so. I, I don't know if, yeah. if that's the reason. I believe it, that does make sense. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what it is. I think because he debuted April 15th. Okay. I think that on April 15th, everybody wears 42. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I was joking with you a little bit before we started talking here, but I said a little bit of trivia here. Who was the first... Black rookie of the year. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it was Jackie Robinson. <laughs> it sure was. So, oh, man. And, yeah, I don't know how they voted for that award back then. Um, but just but, think about him even getting enough votes, or however I they know. did it back then, to be you know, yes. you know, he must have really made an impression on some people. You know, yeah, especially if it was done like it is today by the uh, writers. Yeah, right. You know, because let's face it, <laughs> there was a lot of racism going on back in that day, uh, and I can't sure. imagine all the writers were like gung ho Jackie Robinson. You know, yeah. But, um, but yeah, he he was. Uh, I was listening a little bit in that interview, and uh, and he was even talking about you know some of the worst places that he had to play, and number one on his list without even a blink was Philadelphia, the city <laughs> of brotherly love. Uh, he was talking about how how much he uh, was harassed by um, by the Phillies manager of all things, mm-hmm. uh, and he he kind of went on talking and he said, you know, the one time he ended up going down to first base, and at first base, um, you know, the uh, the one coach there was like, hey, I just want to let you know, we all don't think that way, right? You know, and yeah. uh, and he just, they just wanted to reassure him that you know what this is this is a um, manager issue not a team issue so uh but yeah he he struggled a lot and uh i don't know if he had any other attitude that he would have succeeded and and probably would have prolonged um the emergence of the black um player into major league baseball yeah definitely i definitely agree with that yeah yeah and then um you know unfortunately he didn't live a very long life um no he had, uh, according to the Wikipedia page, he had heart disease and diabetes. And wow, uh, October twenty fourth, nineteen seventy two, he died of a heart attack. Okay, so he was only fifty three years old. So yeah, yeah it was, way uh, too soon. crazy. Yeah, way, way too, too soon. soon. 
Can you imagine some of the stories he would have had, just like Hank Aaron did just recently, who we lost? I mean, think oh, about all the stories, I know. you know, Hank Harrison. I mean, you know, we talked about that last week and, um, you know, or two weeks ago, whatever that was. Uh-huh. Um, but we talked we talked about how he had it pretty rough. But even, even Robinson had it worse than, than Aaron back then, you know? Like, oh, my gosh, yeah. Well, so definitely, and uh, yeah, yeah. So so also too, I was kind of shocked um, that you know because the normal induction into the Hall of Fame is five years. Uh, I am yep. kind of shocked that Jackie Robinson didn't go in right away though as a special um, consideration. You know, because, yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Because yeah, um, uh, Roberto Clemente went in right away after his death. Yeah, he that's a good in, point. I never really thought about that. Um, you know, now he, you know, he was a first ballot Hall of Famer. Of course, um, yeah. But yeah, so I, I didn't realize that about Clemente, though. Yeah, he was uh, the next year after his death. He was uh, he was actually on a special. Well, okay, that might be the difference, though, is the fact that Clemente died. So maybe yeah. if Robinson would have died true. during his career, true. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But didn't they true. just do the same thing for Kobe? Oh, I don't know. Did they? Didn't they let him in earlier than he was supposed to be? Because of his death? That's a good question. I don't know. I'm pretty sure they did. Okay. I'm pretty sure they did. Well, I mean, why not? I think he still, I think he still had one more year until okay. he was eligible. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so, um, uh, but yeah, that was uh, Jackie Robinson, and uh, I know, Troy, you didn't get to see it, but, um, you know, I, I definitely highly recommend anybody who uh, hasn't gotten to see it. I, I think the movie's called 42 or Jackie Robinson. Mm-hmm. I think it's 42. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, if you didn't get a chance to watch that movie, oh, my gosh, what a what an inspirational movie to watch. It's kind of neat. And they do talk about Branch Rickey, who played a very um, pivotal role for Jackie Robinson and actually for a lot of uh, minority players. Uh, Branch okay. Rickey played a huge role in. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, you know, and I'll, and I'll say this, you know, once, but... Anybody, anybody who is thinking that we are regressing in um, in race and and such really, really doesn't have their eye on the uh, history of what America has gone through, you know, over the years. And mm-hmm. and Jackie Robinson wasn't that long ago. <laughs> it know? really wasn't. When it you really think about wasn't. It. And uh, and also and you know and I will say this. I think. I think folks that are in their 60s and 70s, maybe even later 50s, could probably make a good case that, yeah, when I was younger, uh, you know, race race was not a good thing. You know, th- people were very overly racist, and, and I get that, you know, but I really, I really do wish people would take a look at history and see where we have come from to where we are now and understand that things are moving in the right direction. Yeah, I agree. Yep, and let's let's just hope they keep going that way. Yep. Um, and you know, you don't have any hiccups in the road here with uh, some of these, you know, radical groups that are out here. Yeah, um, most definitely. Yeah. So, so yeah, um, you know, happy birthday to a legend, um, absolute legend of a man, legend of a player. And um, yes, indeed. I, I know. Um, my wife's side of the family, my my wife's grandmother particularly was a grandfather. I'm sorry, was a huge Dodgers fan, and he absolutely loved Jackie Robinson. Oh, cool. So, yeah, so, yeah, yep. No reason That's not good. to. He was a he was a true competitor, and uh, yeah, he was uh, an an inspiration to a lot of people to this day. Absolutely. 
Yeah, so with that being said, uh, we do have an interview today, and uh, as you said earlier, his name is Mark Marquez. Uh, Sullivan. Marcus, 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 Marcus Sullivan. That was my fault. That yes. was my fault. I was, I was the one that tried to pronounce it with the Q. So. <laughs> yep. So Marcus Sullivan, and uh, really cool guy to talk to, and uh, and I like, I like uh, what he's uh, promoting out there in regards to health coverage, and he'll talk a little bit about that. And uh, it's kind of interesting to hear, like we said, you know, why he got into that. So, um, you know, yeah. so I say. You know, without further ado, let's uh, let's turn it over to Marcus Sullivan, uh, formerly of the Buffalo Bills, New England Patriots, and uh, the New York Giants, I believe. That is correct. All right. So here's Marcus. All right. Well, welcome to another week. Stay tuned with uh, Troy and Howie, and we have a special guest on board with us. Uh, in fact, uh, he was drafted by the uh, Buffalo Bills in 2001, and... Uh, Without further ado, uh, let's uh, bring on board Marcus Sullivan. Hey, uh, how's it going, Marcus? It's going real well, guys. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, thanks for coming on. And, uh, hey, by the way, I am so sorry for last week. I will take the blame for that. (laughs) And uh, for whatever reason, I didn't put your uh, numbers behind your name for your email. So It happens. Yeah, yeah. All is good, I guess, right? So, oh, yeah. Uh, but okay. yeah, um, but yeah, definitely. Thanks for uh, coming on board, and uh, yeah, obviously, we're not here just to talk uh, football with you. In fact, um, your your other venture that you're involved in, I'm really uh, interested in learning more about, uh, just because I also work in the uh, medical field and so forth. So, I'll be curious to hear um, more about your business. So. Yeah, man. Uh, happy, to, happy to talk about it. Excellent. So, uh, so I saw you were drafted by Buffalo in two thousand one, and uh, uh, you got to tell me, man, when when you get that call and saying, "Hey, by the way, the Buffalo Bills selected you," you know what what was going on? Like exactly, what was the moment that was happening when they said your name? You know, I, I actually, I actually thought I was going to get drafted a lot higher. Okay, um, so actually called me in the first round and uh you know for whatever reason they didn't take me they ended up taking a guy named marcus stroud so when they were it was like a 20 something it was like the 16 17 pick yeah and they were saying like the jacksonville jaguar select marcus and i was like oh yes (laughs) 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 no I had to wait till day two to get drafted. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So uh, it was it was disappointing, but it was still you know I felt you know I felt good that um, you know I got drafted by Buffalo. Yeah, I got. Um, I mean, you know, that's obviously how I came across you. I'm a big I'm a big Bills fan. Been for a long time now, and uh, that's mm-hmm. how I got to know you. And I've been following you on social media, that type of thing. And um, what um, that was uh, Greg Williams' first year as the coach, correct? Yeah, that's correct. Okay, and then who who made that phone call to you to tell you you were drafted, or was it just something you actually heard on television? Or yeah, he actually called me. Greg Weaves called me up. Oh, awesome. Okay, cool. yeah, they call they call you before they announce your name. Right, right. That's what I figured they did. I didn't know. Um, I couldn't remember who was the general manager at that time either. Um, was that Tom um, Donahoe? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what yep. I thought. So, okay, yeah, okay. So, um, so your your rookie year, you're in the NFL there, and. Um, why don't you just kind of give us a quick uh, glimpse of your career there and uh, what some highlights were for you and, and what ultimately uh, came to the end of your career there? 
I mean, um, <clears throat> just being able to live I, a life. I, I, yeah, was, and I did uh, see. I did see that you uh, blocked for some pro bowlers there as well, too, and Travis Henry and Drew Bledsoe. So that's got to be pretty cool in your accolades. Yeah, I mean, I have to admit, guys, I really didn't want to play 10, 15 years in the NFL. You know, I, you know, I kind of saw it back then, you know, 15, 20 years ago that, you know, football beats your body up. You know? Absolutely. So, honestly, I just wanted to get through a second contract. You know, obviously you want to play as much as you can play and, you know, get, you know, um, you know, uh, recognized for your play. But, you know, my, my intent was not to play a long career. You know, seven, eight mm-hmm. years is all I really wanted play um you know ended up getting five total um i'm i'm you know obviously i would like to play a few more years you know play through a second contract but um Mm -hmm. you know for whatever reason you know um i got i I got uh my career was longer than the average guy so absolutely i have to look back and be be grateful that i was even there because there's so many guys that attempt to be on that level and you know let alone i was a starter you know for you know, a few games, you know, Absolutely. so I was, I was truly blessed. So yeah, sure. of course I would have uh, now eight, the, seven eight years, but you know, it didn't work out like that. But again, like I said, I played uh, longer than the average guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now when um, that year you got drafted 2001 is obviously, you know, very infamous year for us as Americans. And um, were, you, were you on the active roster uh, during the September 11th attacks? Yeah. Yeah, I actually was. Yep. Okay. So ha- how do you remember that week playing out? Yeah, so it was a Tuesday, and our um, you know our off day is generally a Tuesday. And uh, yeah, we were just in the weight room, and uh, I happened to be on the treadmill, and we're you know watching the news, and then watching ESPN or something, and then all of a sudden breaking news, and then they said you know uh, a plane hit the the World Trade Trade Center, mm-hmm. and you know so obviously everybody's you know. It was, uh, you know, obviously it was a big deal, but, you know, everybody, like everybody in America, we thought it was just, you know, an accident. Right. But obviously, you know, later down the line, the road there, you know, a second plane hit, and then, you know, that really sunk in with people like, man, well, our country's under attack. So, they, yeah, they sent us home, and, uh, yeah, they locked down the city of Buffalo, because, I mean, it's only, you know, four hours, five hours away from New York mm-hmm. City. Right, right. So, then, obviously, you, you hear that uh, one of the terrorist cells was in Lackawanda, New York. You know, which is right oh. outside. Buffalo. Oh, so, I did not know that. Wow. Yeah, yeah. One of the terrorist cells for nine eleven was in Lackawanna. So, huh. um, but yeah. So that kind of hit home, man. You know, even after finding out that information. So yeah, I, uh, you know, but a week later, I think a week or two later, you know, it was uh, I was able to carry the flag out for the Buffalo Bills, and that was a cool experience. And, oh, awesome. Uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, definitely a uh, sad moment for our country, but I think what it did is really brought people together. You know. It, it uh, did a few times and uh, a few times in a long time that people didn't look at each other, race or color, or creed or whatever, religion, right. you know, right. just, uh, politics. So, mm-hmm, yep. Exactly. Yep. I know. I agree. And, and how have I, how Howie and I have talked about that before too, about how a moment like that just brought everybody together. And it didn't matter. Like you said, it didn't matter what your background was or what you believed in or whatever. Just like everybody was together. It was just, it was a, it was an amazing time of unity, and I, I hope we can get back to that someday. Um, I have a few more football questions for you, and then I'll let Howie, Howie take over on the health questions. Sure. Um, number one, as being a Bills fan, I can um, – I can – I don't know what the word I'm looking for is. I, I can vouch for Bills Mafia right now and, and how big that fan base is. And 
Um, back then, they were kind of at the end of, um, of an era there, so to speak. And it was obviously the beginning of an era that we, as Buffalo fans, hate to remember. Um, but what, what do you remember about Bills fans back then, even? Um, I, man, there's nothing changed with Buffalo. <laughs> these guys, these guys, and these these women that uh, you know that when I was there, they all got kids now. So <laughs> right, right, <laughs> crazy Bills fans too. So uh, you know, Buffalo's always had a really strong, uh, you know, really strong connection to the Buffalo Bills for obvious reasons. So um, Bills fans were great back then. We obviously wouldn't call ourselves, they didn't call themselves the Bills Mafia back then, but, uh, right. you know, I was a little later down the line there. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but the, the, as far as just, uh, um, <clears throat> just as far as the excitement and the, uh, the dedication to the Bills, that's, that's never been a problem in Buffalo. Never. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's the major cities and, you know, like for Chicago, for instance, I mean, they'll turn on the Bears quick. <laughs> yeah, they will. <laughs> yeah. And, and they'll turn on the Bears in the playoffs. I started having a Buffalo, but the Buffalo Bills fan have been pretty loyal, you know, for since for, for a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And then the other thing I just wanted to touch up real quick on your football career is, and uh, we all know Wikipedia is, it may not be the, uh, the most uh, – factual knowledge but it does have you listed here with the, the patriots from 2004 to 2005 yeah. um were, were you part of the super bowl teams were you on the active roster were you on the practice squad yeah. what was going on there yeah, i was on the active roster yep okay so you, you got a super bowl ring yeah yeah so i was a uh, part of the active roster and uh i was unfortunately i got released um but yeah, I still, I still I still get recognized for that team. Yes. Nice. Awesome, awesome! I'll yeah, give you a hundred bucks for that Super Bowl ring. No questions <laughs> asked. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, so yeah, that's you know I just wanted to sum up a little bit of your football career and, and thanks for talking about that. That's uh, really cool and uh, you know it's mm-hmm. it's quite an accomplishment. So you know, yeah. good for you. And, so uh, so you played for Buffalo and the Giants and the Patriots. Um, you know, when when you look back at the three teams that you played for. What do you what do you admire most? Like, was there a specific city you preferred playing in over the other, or what was it like? Yeah, I mean, I have uh, you know three different uh, you know you know Buffalo, New York, and England has three obviously different ties to my heart. Sure, Buffalo I've played the most. You know, I, I played there. New York City was probably the coolest city I played in. You know, the coolest team I played for. And then, obviously, you know, being a part of the Patriots, a lot of people, not a lot of people on this planet can't say they've been a part of that. So, <laughs> true. Uh, you, know, you, you take you take the good out of every you know situation that you are you know, with, with any job that you know, any employment that anybody has, and uh, yeah, you know, you, you try to apply it to your you know your, your life moving forward. So, I mean, I, I'm, I'm very blessed to be able to play for both teams, or to have been able to play for both teams, and. Uh, yeah, you know, I take my experience that I've learned from all three teams and mm-hmm. try to apply it in my life now. That's awesome. And um, and I guess a real important question uh, in regards to football here is, who do you got for the Super Bowl? <laughs> oh, who do I have for the Super Bowl? Yeah. Oh, man, uh, all day, uh, TB12, man. <laughs> it's hard to bet against them, isn't it? It, it, yeah, I mean, I, I honestly didn't. Pick, I didn't even pick uh, Tampa. I thought Green Bay was going to beat them because me uh, too. You know, Aaron Rodgers to me is just too good of a player, a quarterback, to not have more than one Super Bowl ring. I but know, I mean, isn't like, that a shame? 
that wasn't the case. So, you know, it is what it is. But uh, Very true. You know, obviously, um, I don't think Kansas City is as good as they were last year, but they're still a great football team. Mm-hmm. So, um, so we'll see. I mean, I think the cool thing is to be able to see Bruce Arias go against uh, Andy Reid. Oh, yeah. You know, both the coaches. That that'll be cool to see. You know? Most definitely, so it's going to really come down. It's going to come down to the coaching, honestly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very true. That's, yeah, it's a good. It's a good call. I never really thought about it that way. But that's a good call. So, yeah, yeah. So you you went to the University of Illinois, and uh, what'd you get your degree in? Uh, sport management. Sports management, and did you get that degree while playing, or did you get it after your career? Yeah, yeah, I, I was, uh, I was, a, I was. Uh, so the thing about that, I had all my credit. I was done, but my degree um, wanted you to do a internship. You know, I just didn't have time to do that, so I had to come back, okay. um, like six years later, get my degree. Yep. Okay. And so, yeah, uh, I got my actual degree in two thousand six. Oh wow! Okay. Well, nice. congratulations on that, by the way. Thanks. And uh, and you got your degree in sports management, and now you're involved in uh, like a um, the health field. How how did that go? How did that transpire? So a uh, former teammate uh, at uh, Illinois got me into the you know got myself and my wife into the business. Okay, and uh, you know it kind of hit home because. Um, Five years after you're done playing the NFL, you, they kick you <laughs> off of uh, health, uh, health insurance. So, oh wow, I did not know that. Yeah, so I mean, there was a uh, a lapse in uh, medical, uh, you know, healthcare that me and my wife had. And, mm-hmm. you know, so anytime we had to go to the doctor, you have to pay, you know, these these crazy doctor bills, and uh, you know, yeah, it was. Um, and then I was I was getting I was in coaching for a little bit, um, you know, on the high school and the college level, and. Mm-hmm. You know, assistant coach. Um, um, you know, in the high school to D three level, there's no uh, health insurance. Um, right. So yeah, I mean, there was a there was a period of time that I just didn't have it, and you know, this, you know, what my wife and I are doing right now could have been a great benefit, especially to um, you know part time uh, athletic coaches um, and just you know the general population. You know, there's 30 million people that don't have any type of health care. Um, mm-hmm. Available to them, affordable health care. You know, a lot of people just kind of winging it out here. Yeah. You know, and uh, <clears throat> so yeah, that's why we got into the group. Okay, and and uh, why don't you talk a little bit about the business itself? What is it called, and uh, and what's involved with it? I know that you guys cover pretty much the whole gamut. You cover the medical side of things as well as the uh, the mental health side of things, which is a big deal too. Yeah, yeah, we, we don't. It's called. Um, we're agency owners of Health Alliance Network. Okay. Uh, you know, so you essentially you know how it would be State Farm or Farmers or Allstate, something like that. Yeah, our our current company is um, Health Alliance Network, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, we own our own agency within Health Alliance Network, and it doesn't cover ma- major medical. You know, so uh, anything serious. Um, you know, but it does cover your regular. You know, your, your sicknesses, stomachs, uh, mm-hmm. you know, you have a stomach ache, you have maybe dizzy, um, you know, it'll cover, uh, you know, the common cold symptoms. Like routine uh, doctor visits and such. Exactly. Routine doctor vi- visits, pr- uh, prescription uh, refills that you may need, you know, because what's the point of going? Why do you have to go to a doctor 
a doctor's office and get a prescription refill. You could just do it you know, from an app on your phone, you know. So that's essentially right. the service, just like you would uh, Uber a vehicle. You know, mm-hmm. you can get the doctor, um, you know, on call via your phone and have a virtual medical visit uh, within five minutes of you opening up the phone. Wow. So, yeah, our doctors are in all 50 states, Puerto Rico and Guam. Um, our doctors speak over 200 languages, and all of our doctors are board certified. So mm-hmm. um, it's a great service. Impressive. Yeah. That does know, sound impressive. In COVID times, you know, people are skeptical sitting in the emergency rooms. Uh, yeah. You know, but the good thing is it's, um, <clears throat> you know, it's uh, it's something, <laughs> you know, right. as opposed to having nothing. Yeah, and, and, and not only that, but I, I, I just like the – and I think you kind of nailed it on the head there. I mean it, it couldn't come at a, a perfect time when it comes to like the COVID situation uh, and yeah. you know folks being afraid to be in the hospitals and, and the uh, doctor's offices because of how you know dangerous it is. So it would make sense to utilize uh, a program like this just because uh, of situations like that. So Exactly. Yeah, and I also like. Yeah, most definitely, and uh, and and I like that it's very affordable too. It's not something that you have to pay an arm and a leg for, and 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 get the minimal coverage. You know, there's so many insurance companies out there that will rip you off where you're paying over a thousand dollars a month, and and you still got to pay a three thousand dollar deductible. And this is a whole different <laughs> story, you know. So it's uh, yeah, impressive. And, and the great part, and the great part is it covers up, you know, for that forty-five bucks a month, it covers up ten people. Oh wow! Yeah. Oh, okay. oh wow! Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, so, so it's yeah. not individual forty-five. It's it covers that many. It's, house, it's, it's household or family members or friends. Yeah. Wow, that is awesome. Okay, that's neat. So it's, it's worth it, you know. I, I believe so. It's mm-hmm. um. And um, you know, people religiously play pay Netflix uh, that money. Every month. <laughs> That's so true. Much, and, you know, so that is so uh, true. People people will pay to get entertained, have mindless entertainment, but you know, why not shell out some money every month to make sure that you at least can be have access to a doctor every month, just in case. Yeah, and uh, and I guess uh, so. When when your buddy from Illinois kind of got with you and 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 talk to you and got you involved in this, uh, you know, was there any skepticism going on or was it something that's like, Oh man, this is definitely something that looks pretty good. I'm going to go through and follow through with it. And yeah, no, I mean, it wasn't even, it wasn't even a situation where he, he was trying to sell me. It was just, Hey, you know, catching up with a buddy and, uh, you know, just, Hey, what, what you got going on now? I'm doing okay. this. And like, yeah, that sounds like a great idea. And like I said, when he told me about it, it hit home because I've been in that situation. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, even with even with someone that um, even with someone that has medical insurance through their employer or whatnot, I mean, this is still a good opportunity, uh, you know, to have mm-hmm. uh, you know not have to pay a high deductible or copay uh, because if you essentially uh, if you do this, if your like a, your employer um, puts their employees on the plan. You can get it down to fifteen bucks a month if it's through your employer. Oh, yeah. if, you're a, if you're a small business owner and you want to get it from your employees, you're you know you're only paying fifteen bucks wow. a month for the service through. The oh, employees. what a great deal! Yeah. Especially when you look at the small business owners, and uh, you know, instead of saying I can't afford it, at least they give you options. That's that's awesome. 
Yeah, that's exactly right. It's it's a and, great recruiting tool. It's a great retention tool for um, you know for these folks. Mm-hmm. And, and you said this is this is available nationwide, even even some other countries. You said right, Guam. You said. Yeah, the the uh, the are uh, you know, fifty states in the United States, and then uh, Puerto Rico and Guam, the uh, you know the territories. Mm-hmm. And and when you say like, um, for instance, we're in Pennsylvania here. So when you say it's available in Pennsylvania, is there only certain pockets it's available in, or are they pretty well spread out? No, no. Again, it's 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 all virtual. It's all through an app. So oh, that's right. Yeah. Good point. Right. Yeah, it doesn't matter. And you know, even if you're a senior, you're not familiar with you know technology. There's a one eight hundred number that you can call and still be able to talk to a doctor on the phone. Okay. So, yeah, it's wow. all it's all being app. Just you know, just I I say that the Uber of healthcare. You know, <laughs> it's uh, that's man, that's. Really- they explain it. Yeah, be just you know, mm-hmm. it's an app on your phone, and then you know it. It the uh, it has uh, AI technology that'll take you through a series of knockout questions, and then it'll kind of determine what's going on with you. And uh, if it's serious, then it'll say take your butt to an emergency room. Mm-hmm. But uh, if it feels it can help you, it'll let you see a doctor. You know, uh, you know, within a couple minutes after you answer the question. Sure. And and have you have you marketed this to other players that have retired um, and have since been removed from the NFL or any other um, professional organizations? You know, that would basically eventually cut their insurance. Yeah, yeah, we, we, you know, my wife, uh, you know, my wife spearheads all of this stuff. I'm kind of just the, you know, the, the, the name recognition. Gotcha. But um, yeah, we certainly have reached out to our, you know, our brothers, uh, former NFL players, and you know what we, what we have been uh, seeing a lot of success are, you know, uh, insurance agencies. You know, insurance agencies have employees. Um, your small businesses, your bars and restaurants are a big one. Daycare centers are a big one. Wow. You know, just these, uh, you know, these, these, uh, small businesses that mm-hmm. don't provide any health care to their employees. Yeah. They can't afford it. So That's... they, they, they hear our option and it's a, you know, it's a great option, you know, to retain and recruit uh, new employees and to yeah. keep their employees. It really Absolutely. is. It really is. And it also keeps, it also keeps businesses on the straight and narrow too, because sometimes, depending on how big your business is, you know you're you're not allowed to uh, not offer insurance. But still, many companies don't offer that insurance because they just simply can't afford it, and this really allows them no excuse for that. And we also have a cool program. It's called the uh, Influencer Marketing mm-hmm. uh, Program. And so for, you know, for someone like yourselves or whomever that you know that have a, a good following on social media, you can offer this to your, you know, for your listeners and your followers and they can get a discount off of the service. Okay. And if we were to offer them that, how, how would they, um, how, or where would they turn to, uh, to, uh, to find out more information specifically about you and, and, and the company that you're a part of? Sure, sure. Uh, what I can do, I can provide a, uh, a website for you guys. You guys just post it on your social media sites. Okay. So, um, yeah, it's, it's a long website, so, <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, what I do is just send out the link. Um, sure. Yeah. Uh huh. So yeah, that's the best way to do it. Um, okay. And I'll definitely you know, be happy to talk to you guys if you want to do the uh, you know kind of the influencer uh, thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it could benefit you guys as well. Okay. 
Now it sounds like yeah. a great idea, and um, yeah, we'll talk about that. Yeah, and then yeah. and then kind of swinging over to the uh, the mental health side of things. What's involved there? Mm-hmm. Like, do they um, the folks that are covered under this uh, insurance? Do they have the opportunity to talk to a counselor, or or what's what's that like? Yeah, you actually have uh, two. I think it's four four hours, four free hours of uh, you know to just to talk to a mental health professional, behavioral. Uh, professional. Okay. Um, and then there would be a cost involved after that. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I think you have up to four hours of free uh, consultation through the app. Um, okay. Um, and then also you have a uh, dermatology as well. Oh, wow. Um, you know, you see a dermatologist. I don't know if you have seen a dermatologist, but it's very, you know, those guys, those, those folks are hard to see, you know? So <laughs> yeah. yeah. My um, gosh. Yeah. That's yeah. That's impressive. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I did have to go. I did have to go once, and I remember my appointment was probably scheduled almost six months out. That's exactly yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, and I used the service maybe four months ago, and I saw one, you know, from mm-hmm. ten minutes. Yeah. Wow. And, and and Marcus, I work in the uh, mental health field myself, and uh, I can tell you to see a counselor or to see a therapist, uh, depending on what area you live in. Like for example, if you live in Alaska, um, yes. you have a two-hour or I'm sorry, a two-year wait before you Wait, get what? to see, yeah you have exactly. it's a two-year waiting period before you get to see a therapist. So <laughs> so think about that. Uh, if you're if you're in Alaska and you're having some mental health problems and you're feeling, for example, you might be feeling suicidal or whatever. Uh, yep. They sometimes they'll tell you, I'm sorry, but we can't see you for two years because that's how oh long the wait list yeah, is. Yeah, and COVID, COVID kind of escalated all of that, you know. So I mean, right. Kids and you know, and adults, you know, mm-hmm. they're, they're, they're the the uh, mental health professionals are uh, extremely extremely busy nowadays. <laughs> oh, uh, you you got that right, and uh, yeah, even here even here in Pennsylvania, you're looking at a six month to a year wait. Uh, exactly. So I mean, it's it's everywhere, and and it's kind of nice that this service provides another opportunity where you can just simply go online and hopefully I would imagine the wait time for a mental health professional is also just minutes, right? Yeah, that's exactly correct. That that's, that's across the board. So mm-hmm. I believe the average wait time right now is about six minutes and it'll tell you once you get on the app, it'll say, Hey, I think the longest I've ever seen was 10 minutes. Okay. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah and, um, you know, as we were talking here and you were saying about, I did uh, look it up and uh, typed in Health Alliance on the App Store. And uh, the option I seen here was the first one that came up was uh, Health Alliance Network. And uh, I'm assuming that's the one, correct? Yeah. There's there's... Actually, I'm, 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 uh, I'm going to send you the link. Whoever sent me the Zoom invite, I'm going to send you the link. Okay. Uh, Sounds good. There's a particular link that they would go to. Oh, um, gotcha. But yeah, yeah, the company is Health Alliance Network. But um, okay, my wife and I have own particular website. Mm-hmm. Um, who, who who sent me the Zoom invite? That was Howie. That was me. Okay, Howie, I just sent you the link. Okay, awesome. Thank you. I'll uh, definitely uh, dig that up. It, let me see if I can actually put it in the chat. Okay. Hey, let's um, as I was doing a little um. Research on you there, Marcus. Um, guess your wife was no athletic slouch either, huh? Yeah, man. I, 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 she, um, you know, she's she's great. 
And uh, yeah, she was a national level gymnast. Wow. Um, she used to study with uh, Bella Caroli and his wife. You know, wow. Bella Caroli and yeah, Nadia Comaneci and all of those. Oh my gosh. You know, yeah, all of those folks that you saw that winning those gold medals back in the day. So uh, he wasn't quite an Olympic athlete, but she was, uh, you know, a scholarship D one uh, gymnast. Okay, um, that's nothing to sneeze at. Bro. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, yeah. now, did she did she have aspirations of uh, going to the Olympics or? No, not really. She just wanted to get an education paid for. Okay. Uh, you know, so she, you know, she's been she was doing that when she was a kid, like seven, eight years old. Oh wow. So, yeah, I mean, you kind of get burnt out, you know, doing it so long. I can bet, Now, yeah, like I said, she was was good, but she wasn't quite an Olympian. But, I mean, still, she was still nationally recognized. Okay. Did did you meet her in school? Did she go to school there? No, I met her, um, I met her, um, I met her my first year in the NFL, second year in the NFL, one of those. Okay. Nice. Yeah, I met her back in Chicago. Mm -hmm. How long have you been married? Uh, we just celebrated 16 years uh, ah, two weeks ago. Sweet. Congratulations. Thanks. Yeah, no problem. And uh, yeah, she truly helps me out a lot, man. I, uh, you know, because my, my health has been deteriorating, you know, from football and, um, mm-hmm. you know, she really helped me out, you know, in, uh, in our, in our uh, later years in life. So, yeah, I don't know what I'd do without her. Yeah. Hey, you're making me feel old, Marcus, when you're saying later <laughs> years in life, bud. Please. You know, NFL players are dying left and right, man. So, I mean, I don't Yeah, know. that's yeah, true. I'm, that's I'm, true. I'm hoping to get the 50 and then 60 and then so on, but I mean. Yeah, it's. it's, it's, it's to me, but I mean, I hope I live as long as you know. So. Yeah. It's a skinny thing you got to address. Yeah, it is, and that and that, that goes kind of back to uh, what we what we first started talking about in this conversation here about how you you had the the foresight though to know that you know this isn't something you want to do for fifteen or twenty years because you know the effect it's going to have on you down the line. Yeah, I mean, you know, just you know, I've literally you know ever since I was fourteen, I've literally started every game since that wow. I played. You know, so uh, it's a lot. It's a lot of snaps. It's a lot of reps. Yeah, you know? absolutely, so, absolutely. Did wow. you um did did you avoid pretty much? major injury throughout your career though um yeah well you know we're, we're going through the whole concussion thing you know there's some things there that we have some, some concerns about but um mm-hmm. um but yeah i mean nothing major like um i didn't have any knee uh, surgery or anything like that but just the wear and tear is just bad man it's absolutely just, yeah, yeah. You know, all that wear and tear on your body is uh that that stuff uh that stuff doesn't get better it just gets worse the older you get and and don't you wish that like and you know this is kind of a combination of medical and and football but or sports in general but don't you wish that they had the uh, same concussion protocol and uh, and the same type of um, protocols that they have in place now to kind of protect players from serious injury and such. Um, I mean, yeah, of course, we, we wish we would have had it, but I mean, honestly, guys, you, it's football. You, we knew what we would, you know, for the most part, I, yeah. I think we knew what we were getting into. Um, you True. know, but the one thing that was one of the one things that definitely should have changed back then is, um, you know, the amount of time that you, um, you, you, you sat out after obvious concussion. You know, I mean, you were literally back there after a few reps, you know. Yep. You just got your bell rung, right? Get back out there. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they used to call it a stinger. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and yep. yeah. I mean, I I played I played high school football, and I, I played up I played up to uh, college baseball myself, and uh, and the one thing that I remember uh, that I'll be honest with you, I don't know that I would have enjoyed playing in today's day and age with the, all the protocols that they have in place because I never wanted to be pulled out of a game. And uh, and here, I think in today's day and age, they, you're kind of forced to be pulled out of the game, uh, you know, no matter what. And uh, I, I remember, you know, one time before halftime, literally getting knocked out in the middle of the football field. Everybody's going to their halftime locker rooms, and I'm still getting treated in the field. And everybody comes back out from the halftime locker room, and I walk off the field, and I'm like, okay, I'm ready to go back in. You know, and uh, and today you obviously can't do that, and uh, and I've suffered a lot of concussions myself with baseball, and um, yeah, I I don't I know I wouldn't have enjoyed uh, today's day and age, but then again, I probably would be a lot more protected with my brain, you know. Yeah, that's I think that's the thing about the whole you know the whole concussion protocol, not just that, but the the doctors that are watching, you know, and. Uh, they're just trying to protect you from yourself because they know the competitive edge that you guys have and that mm-hmm. you'll want to get back out there, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's part of it, but they also don't want to get their butts sued either, so. That's true. Yeah, we live in a liability. You know, so, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's um, it certainly benefits the athletes, but, um, you know, it, these these guys still don't want to get any, you know, anything come down on them either, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, hey, Marcus, uh, I don't want to hold you, uh, you know, too much longer, but I just want to uh, say, you know, again, thank you so much for coming on board. And I know you definitely made Troy's day being a Buffalo Bills fan himself. So, um, you know, I'm a Steelers fan, by the way, but <laughs> he just has to throw that in. I, I always have to throw that in there. Sorry. <laughs> but um but yeah, um, but no, I appreciate you coming on board, and uh, you know, it's uh, been a pleasure talking with you, and uh, it's it's kind of a really neat thing you got going here with, uh, and it's called Health Alliance. Is that correct? Health Alliance Network. Health Alliance Network. So um, we'll definitely share the link, and uh, and we'll definitely uh, you know get the word out there. And if there's anything we can do to help you uh, further, you know, we'll we'll do what we can as well. So. I really appreciate it, guys. Thanks for having me on. And yeah, anytime. Yep. Marcus, uh, take care. Uh, hope you stay healthy. And uh, and also, I didn't say it before on the air with you, so happy birthday, my man. Right. <laughs> Thanks. I really appreciate it, guys. Thank you. Yep, no problem. Yep, you, you take care. It, yep, take care. All right. All right. And that was our uh, interview with uh, Marcus Sullivan. So really cool yes, guy. Yes, sir. Um, out of Chicago. In fact, he even played for the Chicago Rush of the uh, what was that? The Arena League. The Arena, the Arena League. Yep. Okay. So. Yep. Yeah, I thought that was really interesting, and um, it was really insightful. The one thing I really picked up was, like how he said, like he knew right from the beginning, like I don't want to be doing this seventeen years down the road because I know what it's going to do to my body. Like, yeah, he, he was very thoughtful about that, and and you know, and you know. Basically, almost looked at it like, "Hey, this is a job where I can do really well for my family, mm-hmm. and if I can stay in this long enough and build some sort of, you know, you know, a little bit of a what do they call that? A nest egg. Uh, a nest egg, right? A little bit of a nest egg here, you know. Then I can go and do something else that's not going to, you know, 
make me be crippled by the yeah. time I'm 40, you know? Yeah, and that's impressive because uh, I know, well, anybody who gets to that level who makes mm-hmm. it in the NFL obviously has a competitive edge about them. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. So, so for someone to um, make it to that level and know that, you know what, I, I can't stay in this that long because I know what it'll do to me and such. Uh, yeah, that's really pretty insightful thought process for him to even go that route. So Absolutely, yeah. And, um, yeah, he, you know, I, I remember, I remember when he was on the, the build, I remember seeing him. Okay. I didn't remember that he was the guy that ran the flag out to the field on nine eleven. Though that's no, really cool. I know what that an honor. Really, I, I know, and like, and why him? I wonder. I don't know. You know, I wonder if, yeah. So yeah, like, we should have we should have asked him that. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, I didn't either. But yeah, I'd be curious to know why him. Yeah, and uh, like you know, or did he volunteer or whatever? Like I could see like if they did that today. Like for example, um, I could see Alejandro Villanueva. Right, somebody that might have had a military yeah. background or somebody close to the military. Right, exactly. Yeah. Yep. So, but uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm curious now. We'll have yeah. to re-interview him and and, uh, <laughs> and I might him. just send him a message and ask him. That's yeah, I don't know. Okay. Um, but yeah, he um, so after his football career, um, he started. He said he did a little bit of coaching mm-hmm. and um, at the college level too. College level, high school level, yep. And he and he works. I know he works with the youth on getting them, you know, uh, trained and stuff to get them ready for. I don't know if it's getting ready for college or whatever, but yeah. um, he still does that. Yeah. But he also ventured off into something new here, and that would be the Health Alliance Network. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not going to sit here and tell you I know a lot about how health insurance works <laughs> and health coverage works and all that kind of stuff. So I'll turn this over to you, Howie. Yeah. You probably have a better understanding of how to explain this to people. Sure. I mean, honestly, uh, well, first of all, uh, in the NFL, you know, after five years, like he was saying, you know, they pretty much lose all their health insurance. So yep. um, so when he got into this, I guess his wife was mostly the pivotal player when it came to this. Yeah, that's uh, what I'm hearing. still is. And, uh, and I think... And what it what it looks like is basically it's a lot of online uh, networking with your physician. It's not major medical, but you get to you get to see your doctor for like routine colds uh, or routine checkups. Uh, they even will read your your blood work, um, you know, as part of this health coverage. And uh, and yeah, it, it's something where you can avoid having to go into the doctor's office, especially in this day and age right now with how the virus is. Uh, mm-hmm. You can avoid that. Definitely. You know, so it's and it's really ridiculously cheap. I mean, yeah. what is it? Forty five dollars for up to 10 members in your family. Uh, yep. I mean, that's yep. who who even can even imagine that. <laughs> yeah. You know, and then there's an employee plan as well. Yeah. Um, where an employer can can purchase a plan and then his employees can get it for fifteen dollars a month, I think is what it was. Yeah, yeah. So that's 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 amazing, you know. Yeah, that's that's great, and it's mm-hmm. you know that would be perfect for small businesses that oh the ones gosh, that yeah. you know they because that's a lot of money for an employer to cover their um, um, employees, you know, for health coverage and yeah. for them to have, at least have this option. Like you said, it wouldn't cover any major medical, but at least it's covering something, uh-huh. you know. Most definitely. So, yeah, I, I mean, and I and I think about it because my wife's a dental hygienist, so she works in she works in the dental offices where most of the uh, offices don't even offer health insurance. 
Oh, jeez. So, and she's one of them, you know. She, she, uh, they don't offer it to her and such. And I'm thinking, man, places like that would be actually perfect, you know, Absolutely. where they can just simply, I mean, come on, 15 bucks for an employee? Why not? Yep. You know, why yeah. not? At least give them the option. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's therapy sessions, psychiatrist sessions, sessions. Now, I think you do get it. Like, I think you said four or five of those for free. Actually, you get up to three. Um, oh, three. Okay, yeah, it's three because I was reading over it a little bit. Okay, so you get three of those for free, and then mm-hmm. you know after that they'll 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 tell you you know what what the price would be to keep it going. Yeah, and it's still um, at a discounted price. I'm sure. And yeah, it's, and, and it's three per year. So when the year okay. is up, you get um, a whole new set. So and and a lot of people don't take advantage of them, uh, to be honest with you. Like even where I work, we get six of them for free, and uh, right. a lot of people don't use them. But <laughs> but you know it's getting to that point where we're dealing with uh, what we're dealing with, and uh, it wouldn't be a bad thing to talk to somebody. <laughs> no, it sure know? wouldn't. So I mean, there's a there's a uh, dermatologist. Yeah. I mean, that was different. You know, who would have thought that one was on there with dermatologists? And there's a lot of different skin conditions. Let's face it. Yep. Yeah. Um, so this you know, whether a... it's just a stupid little wart or whether you got eczema or, you know, psoriasis or yeah. whatever, you know? Yeah. I mean, when um, you when you combine the medical and the mental health and the, and the uh, dermatology, I mean, my gosh, you can't beat that price. You really can't. And the ability to have prescriptions filled, too. Yep. Yep. No. Now, that won't cover the prescription. No. but. But um, at least you know having having them be able to you know get a hold of them if you need a prescription filled or refilled or whatever. Yep, the you doctor, know, they can yeah. help you out there. Yeah, because the doctor that you're talking to has the ability to fill those prescriptions. Right, right. And the other thing too, the big thing I think is if you need to talk to a doctor today, or actually if you need to talk to a doctor at two o'clock in the morning, right. there is one available twenty four seven. 24-7. 24-7, and the average wait time is four to six minutes. Yeah. I mean, seriously. And he, <laughs> and he said that um, they have a, um, a COVID symptom checker or something yeah, on there? Yeah, they like have a COVID. Can... Yeah, basically, uh, you'll talk to a doctor, and you'll go over the symptoms, and they'll tell you that, yeah, you. it sounds like you might be having some COVID-like symptoms, and then they'll recommend that you officially go get checked out. Gotcha. So, and that probably helps out when um, when you actually go to the testing center rather than just going there just to get tested. Like, yeah. hey, uh, my doctor sent me in here. He thinks that I should probably get checked out or whatever. You yeah. Know? Also, too, it it avoids you paying a a higher um, medical bill if it isn't indeed COVID related. You know, the doctor gotcha. could be like, yeah, that's hey, true. Because you know yes, yeah, you're not really if you go in, if you go in symptoms. Yeah, if you're going in there voluntarily or whatever, just like, okay, yeah, we'll give you the COVID test. You're going to pay for it. You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so, yeah. Yeah, so, um, so it's a really cool thing, and it's a really nice option for people. Um, and we'll put a link to that on our um, on our page, mm-hmm. on our Facebook page. So if anybody's interested in that, check it out. And, um, yeah, just click on the link and follow the instructions and... 45 bucks a month and you can cover up to 10 people in your family. You yeah. Know, and seriously, though, if you don't have health coverage or you have a, a business that you're paying a lot of high premiums for health coverage, this isn't a bad thing to look into. Absolutely not. You know, I think I think a lot of folks can benefit from this uh, that don't have the ability to afford it. Right. So, yeah. because now, Do you think 
I didn't even think about asking him this, but like when uh, when Obamacare came out, you had the penalty if you didn't have insurance. Uh huh. I was um, a victim of that. Okay. Well, do you think this would cover that? Yes. Okay. Yep, I do. Uh, and that's the other thing too. I was going to mention because uh, I had Obamacare um, at one time uh, during his administration, and it was not affordable, like everybody says. Uh, in fact, we were paying fifteen hundred dollars a month. What? We were paying fifteen hundred dollars a month for Obamacare for our family, and, and the deductible was so high. It wasn't even. I mean, honestly, if if it wasn't for the penalty, uh, it wasn't even worth it. You know, I oh mean, the deductible gosh. you're looking at like I, I forget what it was like three to five hundred dollars uh, for a deductible. So you're paying on top of that fifteen hundred dollars, three to five hundred dollars before they even start paying for your medical coverage. And um, yeah, so it was a ripoff, and I don't, and that's when I, I just don't understand when people say, "Oh yeah, you know, we're we're gonna get Obamacare again." It's like, oh, be careful what you're wishing for, uh, because <laughs> it really isn't a benefit. It really isn't, and uh, I, I just don't understand why people are so into that. But whatever, I, I'm glad I got good coverage now where I'm at. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it's not gonna be a pretty sight down the road, and this is. This would be a nice alternative to paying for that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, forty-five bucks a month or fifteen hundred bucks a month. Heck yeah! <laughs> Heck yeah! So now uh, you know, like you know, we we just claimed this before, but it does not cover any major medical, right? Um, so any surgeries or anything like that would not be covered under this. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think but, though they do get an ER visit, if I'm not mistaken. I could be okay. wrong, but uh, okay, I, that's something whoever's interested in can look into, but. Sure. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah. Obviously, yeah. If you go in and you gotta have major surgery done, yeah, you're gonna be you're gonna have to figure out another way to pay for it. So, yeah. But you know, this is good for someone who uh, who needs some kind of um, coverage to kind of get them by. Yeah. So thank you, Marcus Sullivan, for coming on the show and and you know enlightening us and our audience on mm-hmm. on this you know, option that's available for people. Um, and I certainly think it's going to help some people out. I really do. Mm-hmm. And who did he say was going to win the Super Bowl? Kansas City, right? No. Oh, he's was... a TV... He said TV 12. Oh, that's right. Because, yeah, Tampa Bay. Yeah. Well, that's... he played a little bit with Tom, so. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's got a little so, bit of sure, history with him. I'm sure he's got a little bit of a personal relationship and feelings there, so I'm sure that's why he's <laughs> pulling that way, you know? Yep. Good point. Good point. So... Um, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, we're going to have a, a football pick show coming up this week, and uh, we're all going to have some Super Bowl picks. We'll have some um, some guest appearances on Super Bowl picks. Yeah. Um, real quick, though, and we're not going to get into picks or who we think is going to win. Mm-hmm. Do you think Tom Brady would hang it up if they would win? <laughs> um, good question, and I, I don't know that Tom Brady – Tom Brady could have hung it up last year sure. and and gone out as the greatest of all time. Uh, in my opinion, I think Tom Brady enjoys playing football. And as long as he's enjoying it, he's going to keep playing it. And as long as he's able to play at the level that he's playing at, why not? I mean, did you see him slinging the ball down the field the way he did? Yeah, and I he's mean, not in a position where um, 
you're, you know, like Marcus was saying, yeah. you know, where you get all the wear and tear and the hurt on your body. Like, don't get me wrong. He's going to have aches and pains. Yeah. But um, he's not taking hit after hit after hit after hit every game, you know. Mm-hmm. So quarterbacks are the most protected people on the field. Yeah. Well, so here's my question: Who do you think uh, the Kraft family is rooting for? <laughs> well, <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, Robert Kraft was a big Brady fan. He was the one that kept him in New England when Belichick wanted to get rid of him. A few yeah, years but so I wouldn't be surprised the Kraft's rooting for Brady. Mm-hmm. And with this being, my bigger s- question is who's Belichick rooting for? <laughs> <laughs> Good question. Yeah, my, uh, if I had to bet, I'd say he's probably rooting for Kansas City. You think? I I don't know. I I would think so because I don't know. Is is Belichick? Does that does that tarnish your legacy if Brady wins without you? Well, that that's right. my question. Does that tarnish Belichick's legacy right now? Even right now, with Brady making yeah. it to the Super Bowl uh, with Tampa Bay Bucks. You know, uh, that's that would be my big question, you know, because yeah. how valuable is Belichick? Yeah, well, I mean, we're going to find out, right? Yeah, well, we can And he's not a spring chicken anymore. No, he sure isn't. He sure isn't. So, so we, he's going to figure it out. Belich- he's going to have to figure it out quick. Yeah, we saw what Belichick did with Cleveland. We saw what he did with the Jets. Uh, well, he wasn't with the Jets. He, he he retired like the day after he took the job. Remember? Oh, that's right. He that's resigned. Right. Like, that's right. He resigned on the day he was supposed to have yeah. the press conference. <laughs> so so what is it? Just Cleveland and New England? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you take Brady out of that mix. How well did he do? Yeah. Well, here's I I don't like the Cleveland comparison so much, and here's why. Mm-hmm. Because he's the one that had that job before they moved, and he had them on the brink. Or did he have him in the playoffs that one year, actually? I don't remember. He might have taken him to the playoffs the one year. That's a good question. I don't remember. Um, But he had them on the brink, and then all of a sudden, the middle of that one season is when they announced they were moving Mm -hmm. his last season in Cleveland. Yeah. And, I I, I mean, let's face it, that's a tough situation for anybody to be in. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. Um, So let me see here. Uh, Yeah, he was with Cleveland. So ninety one, he took the job. So six and ten, seven and nine, seven and nine, eleven and five. Uh-huh. Okay, and then five and eleven that last year when they moved. Yeah. Um. So I don't know that he got total a fair shake in Cleveland. You know. Mm-hmm. He had things going in the right direction there. Six ten, seven nine, seven nine, and then eleven and five, and they. Yeah. Uh, that was ninety four. They lost in the divisional round to the Steelers. Mm-hmm. So they actually won a playoff game that year too. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, he was on the track. He was on track. Mm-hmm. I don't remember who they played in the. I'm trying to look up real quick who they went and played that year in the playoffs. Oh, the Patriots. How about oh, that? How <laughs> ironic. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So they beat the Patriots on uh, New Year's Day in '95, twenty to thirteen. Wow. So. Okay. Yeah, so um yeah, I'm I'm not quite sure. I mean I, I think honestly if Tom Brady wins the Super Bowl, um I believe Belichick's legacy is going to be a little tarnished. It's gonna be that asterisk. I think so. I, I don't I don't know how much. I still I I'm still not ready to say that, that Belichick's not a heck of a coach because he is. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I, I think it does diminish it a little bit. I think it does diminish his legacy a little bit, sure. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll see. Um yeah, I mean, because we're kind of going through it here in Pittsburgh, uh, you know, with the Steelers. Uh, people are questioning how good is Tomlin 
because yeah. the team that he won the Super Bowl with was really an inherited team from Bill Cowher. Sure. You know, and even even the players like Ben Roethlisberger that are still around, those are all Bill Cowher's draft picks. Right. You know, so where where is he going to be in regards to comparison, you know? So, yeah. I'm going out on a limb here, and I, I'm going to say that if the Buccaneers win the Super Bowl, that Brady retires. Okay. I, I don't know why. I just think. Yeah. I mean, the dude's shattered every record there is. <laughs> Breeze is going to retire, so he doesn't have to worry about Breeze coming right behind his neck and breaking his record mm-hmm. again. Um, they're playing a Super Bowl in their home stadium. Like, I don't know. I just it, it can't I get just, any more dramatic than that, right? I, I just don't see anything else there's left for him to accomplish. Right. This will be his tenth Super Bowl. Yeah. I mean, think about that. One fifth of all the Super Bowls played. Tom Brady, just about, yeah, <laughs> almost, yeah. yeah. I mean, think about that. That's that's kind of ridiculous. And and how many years has he been playing? Yeah, uh, one. I'm sorry, it's one tenth. One tenth. Oh yeah, you're right. But, yeah, um, one tenth. But, but he's been playing. Well, he was drafted in 2000, I believe. So okay, so so he's literally played in half. Half of his career has been Super Bowls. Yeah, yeah. I think. I mean, that's and the incredible. other and the other half have probably been deep into the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I remember back in the day, you know, um, when I was, uh, you know, a late teenager and whatnot. You know, it was kind of like, wow, I can't believe this dude's played in the Super Bowl. I think it was uh, um, Charles Haley. You know, how okay. many Super Bowls did he play in? Because he was kind of back and forth with yeah, Dallas, Dallas, San Francisco, and San Francisco, yeah. and you know, it's like, yeah. oh my gosh, this dude's played in a lot of Super Bowls, but not yep. even comparable to Tom Brady. Not even no. close. Nope. So, yeah, I mean, dude, the dude's definitely on his own planet. That's for sure. Yeah, he and is. Um, he's got my know. vote for I, greatest of all time. I think I'm going to root for him. I don't know. I think yeah. I'm going to root for him. That doesn't face. That's not going to say who I think's going to win. But I, I think I'm going to root for him. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just. You hate, I hated him for so long, but <laughs> I mean, the dude's amazing. The dude yeah. is simply amazing. Well, I, mean, I mean, look at it this way, Troy. What we're sitting here and witnessing is is something that's is going down in history. I mean, when we look at the history of football, we look at the Johnny Unitas's and the, and the um, Browns of the world. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. even throw in your boy O.J. Simpson. You know. Uh, all the greatest of the greatest um, that we didn't get to see play, we're actually seeing the greatest of all time at that position play the game. Yeah. Uh, and not maybe necess- of any position. Yeah, maybe, but not necessarily from a um, a talent standpoint, um, because as far as, as far as talent and true gifted athletic ability, he's not the greatest. Mm. But no. but the but the boy knows how to win. <laughs> Yeah, he does, you know, and that's and he's I'll, got and he's got a drive, and he's got a work ethic, mm-hmm. and he's got a comp- competitive edge that you, yeah. you just can't deny. You know, yep. And yeah, you're right about the talent level. I mean, there's a reason he was picked in the fifth or sixth round or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. not because he had a great arm and was fast, and like you know, they knew that that he was probably more than likely just going to be a career backup or something. Yeah, you know? yeah, and that's why. But, I boy, always, what a diamond in the rough! Exactly, and I always compare because I I coached high school baseball, and the one team that I coached back in the day, we actually won districts, and we were one game away from winning states. 
and uh, and I always look at that team. We did not have one standout um, athlete. We did not have one gifted athlete where we can say that that dude's amazing, and this is why we're winning. We had mm-hmm. nine players that took the field and all played consistently and played consistently well. And I kind of compare that team to kind of how Tom Brady has been. Tom Brady isn't isn't going to wow you in a lot of ways, but he's going to come out on top at the end, and that's all you can ask for. Yep. You know, I'll take that any day over any talent. He definitely has all his T's crossed and his eyes dotted. That's for sure. Yep, without a doubt. So, uh, and then you know, now, so yeah. yeah. So we and then we got Mark. You know, Marcus uh, Sullivan. You know, he's he's the talent guy in in regards to. Uh, the medical field now, so <laughs> he's going yep. down in so, history. Yeah. So yeah, we'll get more into our picks and our football um, ideas and mm-hmm. such and thoughts um, with our you know football pick show coming up this week. Yep. Um, but yeah, just to, to wrap up with Marcus, check out uh, check out the link on our Facebook page. It's Health Alliance Network, and um, you know. If you're, if you're in need of some medical coverage, please, please look into this because mm-hmm. you'd rather have something than nothing at all, that's for sure. Yep, exactly. And he even talks about how you can become um, a part of this company too. I mean, so look into that if you're interested, especially if you work construction or you work for a company, you know, something that doesn't offer the health insurance. You know, this is a perfect um, alternative uh, for you folks. Absolutely, and, uh, and and it's actually a way for you to potentially make some money from it. So, uh, look into it, guys. So, um, yep, yeah. So, with that being said, Troy, I think we'll close it out, right? Sounds like a good spot to close. All right, sounds good. So, uh, I guess until uh, you guys hear us on our football pick show, the Super Bowl version of our football pick show. Uh, until then, stay tuned. Thank you for listening to another episode. Please like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at StayTunedTNH, email us StayTunedTNH at gmail.com, and uh, whichever podcast avenue you're listening to us on, Google, Apple, Spotify, uh, please subscribe, share, rate, and review. And until next week, stay tuned.